All Things Teaching, hosted by Teaching Treasures. Hi, and welcome to All Things Teaching. I'm Beck, your host from Teaching Treasures. This podcast explores all things teaching, learning, and education with authentic, passionate teachers just like you. Welcome to episode seven of All Things Teaching. This episode is an in conversation with the inspiring Haley from House of Humanities, and we talk all things about student engagement, her new planners, and her journey as a teacher. Enjoy. All right. Hi, Haley. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm super excited to be chatting. Obviously, we've been social media, Instagram friends for a long time. Um, but yeah, really nice to be with you in person to have a little bit of a chat. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit about you? So thanks so much for having me. Um, I guess I should start by saying I'm a high school teacher and high school teaching wasn't always where I thought my life would go. When I left school, I was really passionate about criminology and the law and justice and so fascinated by that industry. Wow, very interesting. So different. <laughs> yeah. So I headed off into that direction. I had a dream to be a criminal lawyer and it probably came from a bit of Elle Woods, a bit of <laughs> any inspiring strong woman who stood yeah. in a courtroom and a really, really wise career advisor at school told me that if I studied a portion of a law degree and didn't finish it, it wouldn't really go anywhere. Whereas if I studied a criminology degree, mm. it was a bit shorter, maybe a little easier and it would give me a taster to then potentially go into law after. Okay. So that's where it all started. I loved studying criminology and I got two years into that degree and it got to the point where we had to decide where would you like to go? Are you looking at police? Are you looking at corrections, youth work, law, wherever you felt that your strengths were? Yeah. And I had no idea. And it was more of, I love learning about this. I thrive on learning new things and meeting all these incredible industry experts, but I couldn't see myself in any profession. Yeah. And the more we delved into the actual industry itself, I just got too overwhelmed. Nothing it was fit. no. Yeah, it was so fit. dark. Is the only way to put it is how dark it was. Yeah. And I'd come home after reading cases, and although names are blanked out, they're real. Yeah. It was too much. Yeah. And I'm such an emotional person who is a sponge for those around me that it was taking a bit of a toll on me, and I couldn't see how could I use my strengths in this industry when everything I was learning was so dark. So I took six months off and thought, what am I going to do with myself? And I'm the daughter of a teacher, but as a strong, independent woman, I was determined to do my own thing. (laughs) So I would never admit that that's what I wanted to do. Um, And I decided eventually, I think high school teaching is the way to go. And I aligned a lot of what I had learnt in units about Australian politics, um, law, terrorism units. So much of that aligned to the Hass curriculum in WA. Yeah. So I just sort of saw this correlation and it sounded so fascinating and so much more positive. And I wanted to use like my energy in a really positive way. And I felt that the crim stuff was so interesting, but it was drawing all that away from me. Yeah. And I started fresh the following year and it honestly felt like my degree went for a year. Yeah. I just flew through it. Absolutely loved it. I was in a really small cohort. Yeah. There was only 10 of us by the time we graduated oh, in wow. our major. So, and we've all stayed quite good friends. Yeah. And it was a group full of people that we were all of very similar age. So we'd all gone and done something else before yeah. and found ourselves in this position, yeah. which yeah. I think was exactly what was supposed to happen. It gave us a bit of life experience, a taster for something else. And the more I learned within the Haas curriculum, the more I loved being a teacher. Yeah. 
Cool. It was so, so fascinating. And it was drawing on things I was passionate about and I'm still interested in now. Yeah. But how can I encourage students to also be the same? So I think in a way, my previous degree led into what I'm so passionate about now. But for me, it's really how connected Hass is to the real world. Yeah. Everything I teach, I can just pull from what's happening. Yeah. And I love that. I get so excited about the fact that something might happen overnight and I can teach it in my classroom the next day. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So Especially yeah. with the age of your students, you know, so Definitely. much of what you do can be topical and you can take things Absolutely. that are happening in the media and get them to discuss and be critical and things. Mm-hmm. And especially, like you say, your first degree, you would have such so much more knowledge of all of those things than if you had just done a teaching degree. Absolutely. You have all of that, like, depth to your sort of knowledge and stuff which absolutely is really cool. yeah so do you teach across the years or yes yeah. so I'm I'm trained to teach year seven to ten humanities yeah. and my major area in upper school is geography yeah which unfortunately is not running at my school at the moment but I should know in the coming weeks fingers crossed hopefully. and toes crossed that it runs that students have selected it for next year yeah hopefully I'd love a nice little class so you didn't have learning. enough students this year to run a no. class Unfortunately, oh, I did geography in year 11 yeah. and 12. So did yeah, I. I loved, I loved, I loved yeah. it. I'm really passionate as well because I feel like people look at geography and think it's just about the planet, it's about the environment, but it's so much more yeah. than that. And my favorite side is all the human geography. Yeah. About cultures, traditions, travel, tourism. Yeah. So many different elements that don't even consider the natural environment. There's so much more to it than that. And I, I just can't wait to teach that. Yeah. So fingers oh, crossed. Hopefully, hopefully some of them yeah. will tick that, tick that box yeah. for you so that you can teach it. Yeah. Um, and so you're in your third year. Have mm-hmm. you been at your school for your three years? I have. Nice. So I did apply at a couple of different schools. Yeah. So my major is in humanities yeah. and my minor is in Catholic education. Okay. So I, I went through Catholic schooling myself. Yeah. And when even though I went to ECU and it's not affiliated with a religion, yeah. there were um, options to do, to do them as, I, units, yeah, yeah. as summer units. So I thought, you know what, I would happily teach it. And I enjoyed it myself as a student, so why not? So that was probably very beneficial in getting my job. It was yes. something that worked really well for yeah. me. And I wanted to be in the Catholic system. So yeah. that sort of segued me into my job. It was a bit of a roundabout process getting the job I have today. So I interviewed just for a religion job, which okay. wasn't really my preference. But as grad teachers know, you take you'll take whatever you can, whatever get. You can yeah. get. So I interviewed, uh, I actually applied. There was a, ha- a humanities position yeah. and a religion position. I applied for both yeah. and just was interviewed on religion. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't what they were looking for. They wanted someone just for senior school, but they yeah. didn't advertise that. So I went in and tried to sell myself the best I could. And I heard nothing back for Aww. weeks. And I was a bit disheartened it's, because yeah, it's such it's a that hard you're waiting for something, whether it's a phone call or a letter in the mail or something, yeah. and nothing happened. So I just sort of wrote it off and yeah. I back to my retail job. I thought, you know what, yeah. try again if something comes up. And then I randomly got a phone call one Thursday night. I was working late night and it was the principal's assistant of my school saying, could you come in tomorrow, so on the Friday, for an interview for a house job? Oh, wow. And I was like panicked by that thinking oh my goodness like okay I'm not prepared yeah less than 24 hours no <laughs> like, oh my goodness and I was literally it was like eight o'clock at night because he left a message on my phone um and I was like panicking in the back room like what am I meant to do and I'm the kind of person who would have had like massive a3 sheets of brainstorming for what I'm going to say <laughs> stuck around my room I would have prepared so much yeah practice and, questions yeah absolutely and anything yeah. so that I could just do my best job in there and um, I, I rang her back the next day and said, I'm really sorry, I'm actually working, which was yeah. true. And she said, Monday, come in on the Monday. Cool. And anyway, I, had, I came in on the Monday 
And in my initial interview, it was a panel of four people mm. in the boardroom, very, very official. Yeah. This time I was taken to the principal's office and there was only um, myself, um, our vice principal, one of the deputies who'd already interviewed me and the head of Hass. Yeah. And it already felt a lot more casual. And I now know that they'd already made the decision. It was just that the yeah. head of class hadn't met me. Hadn't met you, so they just wanted to yeah. kind of have that all together. Oh, yeah, so it sort of worked this roundabout. And I remember when they asked me at the end, do you have any, any more questions? And at this time I didn't because I – so the only question I really had was, when will I find out? Yeah. Because they'd made me wait. How long are you going to make like, me wait? Give me a rough anything, a ballpark. Yeah. I mean, two weeks, one week. Six months, like it's anything. Fine, I can take just it. give me something. Um. And they smirked at me and said, oh, very soon. We're going to make you, we're going to have a chat now once you leave. So I walked out and it was almost like a scene out of a movie where as I walked out the door into the quadrangle, the bell had just gone for recess yeah. and kids had just flooded the school. And it was this magical sunny day where it just felt Aww, really good. Yeah. And I thought, you know what, if I don't get it, it doesn't matter because yeah. I smashed it in there. Exactly. And, yeah. um, and I wandered away maybe like 10 or 15 meters and then the vice principal pops his head out and calls my name and I, I turned around and he said to me oh um would you like to join us on staff next year oh so it was God. in this moment of students surrounding me which funnily enough like I wonder who they are now yeah. because I, I know all the students at my school yeah. pretty much it was just such a special time and um for that to have worked out yeah so I think if I'd gone into it getting that dream position straight away I almost not that I would have been less appreciative but because I had to work my way around it and I yeah. felt that sense of being let down. Yeah. And then, then yeah. when, it, when it happened, yeah. I still it remember really where I, like, I was driving my car when my yeah. principal called me to offer yeah. me my position. And same thing, I remember exactly where I was yeah. and everything. And then, like, because obviously um, he called to say that I'd been, like, successful yeah. and, um, like, that he would like to offer me a permanent position. Yeah. And then I hung up the phone and I called my mom and she's like, oh, well, is it permanent? And I was like, oh, I think so. Yeah. Like, I literally couldn't remember what he said. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know. I think he said permanent. Maybe he didn't like, and I yeah. just got all, like, all overwhelmed. She was like, well, I'll send you an email. Like, it's fine. Yeah. But, yeah, same thing. I was just so flabbergasted, yeah. like, that, you know, it's such a nice feeling. It really is, and I feel like that's something that they don't talk to you about at uni. No. Is that either the stress of all that whole process. Or and how, how to do it. Yeah, even how to do it. <laughs> um, so that was full on as it was. Yeah. And, but that actual initial feeling, and then it was that, who do I call first? Um, and I got into my car and I was like, I can imagine the same thing yeah. in your car. <laughs> and the first person I called was my uni lecturer because Aww. he had taken me the whole way through my degree. Yeah. Such an amazing mentor. I look up to him so much. Such oh, an incredible so man. And I called him first. Yeah. Because I, I didn't call my partner, I didn't call my mum. I was like, <laughs> I just have to tell you because yeah. he never gave up. Yes. Because after a few knockbacks or driving all over the countryside for interviews, mm. you do start to feel like I've just studied for four years for what? So it was that sense of relief and it just felt so right. Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of that thing of when a student comes back to you and says, like, because of you, I yeah, did this. Yeah, I did this. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's very inspiring. Oh, that's so nice. So obviously, house is your passion and you yeah. sound so passionate about everything when you talk about it. Um, one thing I wanted to talk about was obviously I followed your journey on your Instagram page and I love your level of engagement. Like you are always so excited for what you're doing, which I'm sure just bounces onto your student like I I would love to be one of your students I would have loved to have you for um history or geography when I was in high school so can you tell us a bit about how you lead your lessons and how you kind of design those so one thing I've learned over the journey is because my energy is one of my biggest strengths so yeah. when I'm not feeling it it's really challenging 
But I've learned over the years that not every single lesson, every single day can be that high energy. Yeah. So for my students, I try at least once a week to have one of my big energy lessons where it's a lot of fun. There's a lot of movement, there's a lot of noise and it just excites me. Yeah. But where I draw the inspiration from is probably two things. One is how is whatever I'm teaching connected to the real world? Yeah. So for example, my year nines have just finished a unit on law. And we looked at the entire Lloyd Rainey case because yes. we were learning about the principles of justice in our Australian legal system and what everybody's entitled to and investigating where some of those might have been missing in Lloyd's case. Yeah. And the students were just obsessed because it was real. Yeah. And there was and my excitement. And for me, all realistically, all I had to do was print out the transcripts from the judge. That's all I had to do from the Supreme Court website. And we can yeah. just read through them. Students need to identify where the principles are. However, my students each received a case file that had their name on it, the Supreme Court heading. Yeah. There was photographs, maps we annotated where you know, her body was found all and all things. of those sorts yeah. of things yeah. that just engage my students that bit further. Yeah. It's also really fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. I have to be there for that full day. I'd like yeah. to have fun as well. <laughs> um, so I think it's that combo of what can I take from the real world or and even just the fact they were holding case files that's real. That's, that's a real physical, job. tangible. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. actually what they could potentially be doing. And I can yeah. see little minds clicking away like, this is something maybe I'd like to do. Yeah. So that's one half of it. Yeah. The other half is the kids that I teach. Yeah. And I could honestly like run you out of battery on your laptop <laughs> talking about my kids. Um, and I, I hope that they know how much I adore them. Yeah. And I'd like to think regardless of the school I was at that I would have that same connection with my kids, yeah. but there is something very, very special about students that I teach yeah. and that really inspires what I do is the sorts of things they're interested in, yeah. what they bring to my classroom. Um, I will argue and say that I have the most interesting, unique, fun, loving students. Yeah. By no means is it easy. No. Like my school is in a more challenging area, although we're private I still face a lot of challenges that I would at a government school in a difficult area. So I think that pushes me to see how I'm going to connect to these kids because Mm, they need it. Yeah. Without that connection, it's nothing. It's just, you're just another teacher. So for me, I just be as silly as I want my kids to be. Like I, nothing is off limits for me. I'm the first person in the staff to put their hand up to do something silly because it shows the kids that that I'm willing to do it so that you can do it too. That we do a um a Christmas, it's sort of like a relay at the end of oh, every yeah. year. So on the last day of school, we only have years seven to nines at school at the time. At the time, yeah. And it's in houses. And if you can imagine, there's different stations. So it is like a relay where one person has to dress up as a Christmas tree and they're holding like cups and then somebody throws ping pong balls in them as the ball balls and then somebody oh, has yeah. to get presents and throw them into a certain bucket and yeah. just all that sort of fun oh, stuff so fun. but to show the kids how to do it staff have to record a video and I'm the first person to be like, like I'll dress yeah. up I'll climb through a tunnel like whatever it is that shows the kids that you need to have fun and be silly because yeah. that's when you find who you are as a person yeah. so I feel like it's I draw off the energy of my kids they are, it's going to be really, really hard when, like, the current students I've taught for the last three years. cohorts move through, yeah. my cohorts currently attend. They're my absolute babies. Are they your form? Is yeah, that what you call them? Yeah, your form. Yeah. yeah. They're um, actually that behind you, that shirt. They, oh. So they gave me for my birthday, and it's a photo of them there. Oh, that's so cute. So they signed that. That's what the house we're in. They signed, all signed that, and just they have done incredible things for me. And yeah. I think it's being reminded why you're there why you're makes there. a huge difference. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely students I teach that make my day really hard. 
And when I've got the most incredible lesson planned, I'm so excited for it and it just all falls apart. Yeah. Like I recently did my year eights are doing medieval Europe and we oh, made yeah. castles out of paper. I think I saw Yeah, it. and it was I've done that three years in a row. It has been one of the best lessons ever. And this year just, with my current class, just a flop. Just didn't yeah. Yeah. It just, just didn't, work. didn't work with the kids I had. Yeah. They were either not interested, like it was a lame activity. Yeah. Um, or they were being silly and either ruining their own castle, ruining other people's castles. So it's pretty disheartening when you're sitting on a table with like 13 year old boys and you're the one building the castle because <laughs> they're not cool enough for it or they don't yeah. want to do it or you can't trust them with scissors. Like, and you're like, I've done this three years ago. Yeah. I don't really need to be the one no. building the castle. I prefer the human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it doesn't always work, yeah. but I think genuinely my students appreciate how much I put in. Yeah. And it's so beautiful at the beginning of each year when a kid comes through that I haven't taught before and they're like, I've heard how fun your classes are. Yeah. And that's just so, it's so inspiring and it really pushes me and encourages me to keep going. To keep going. Because I walk out of like that castles lesson feeling all disheartened that I had this great lesson planned and my classrooms are messy. It didn't really work. Yeah. But there will be kids in that class that that kinesthetic style activity just cemented all their learning. Yeah. So I've got to remember that as well. Yeah. And I feel like online learning also taught me that those kids that aren't learners like me mm-hmm. actually prefer that quiet, independent style learning. So it was very reflective practice. And although I like doing all the engaging stuff, yeah. there are students in my classroom who really me benefit that. from just that structured, simple, independent learning. So. Yeah. Yeah, it comes a lot from my kids and then whatever I can grab in the real world. from the real world as well. Like I saw an article, I'm sure you would have seen it in the news, that a Chinese farmer on the border of Mongolia um, got black death this week. I actually looked it up because I was like, okay, first of all, is it still here? Okay, yes. There was like thousands of people in the last couple of years that got it. And I'm like, oh my God, how do we not know about this? I got so excited and (laughs) sent it to my year eights on Teams. I'm like, like, if they're not on Teams on the holidays, that's fine. I don't expect them to be. But I was so excited. I was like, you need to read this. It's so fascinating. So I think that level of excitement too. Yeah. um, And this is kind of a bit sad because of COVID, but I meant to be going to the Olympics in a couple of weeks, which was going to be a trip of my lifetime. But the build up over the last year with my students has been really exciting because I've been able to use so much of what I'm going to experience there hopefully yeah. next year <laughs> in my classroom as well. Yeah. And I think kids love that when you're real and you're silly and yeah, you just yeah. got to be, you, it sounds so cliche, but you have to be yourself. Yeah. Teenagers see right through it. Yeah. They know exactly what's yeah. going on. So do eight-year-olds sometimes. Yeah, I bet. So do my kids and sometimes. you know what? They're probably more likely to say something about yeah, it Yeah, they too. do. Yeah, exactly. And not in a very no way. filter. Yeah. 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 And I agree, I like, so with so much about, like, what you said as well. So, like, being the silly, um, we had a day, like, a couple of weeks ago, the kids reached, like, a milestone. And yeah. it was called Splat the Teacher. So they got to throw, like, wet sponges at us. And so I went down with a mask and a snorkel and flippers on and the kids just absolutely loved it. Like, so it was something so simple. I like was at home and I was like, yeah, cool. I'm going to take those two, like, just to laugh at myself, you know, make fun of myself. And the kids absolutely loved it. Like I had kids, like even the last next couple of days, not even in my class being like, oh, Miss Johns, that was so funny. Like right in your ass. So yeah, no, I feel the same. Um, And another thing that I really connect with what you said is like the excitement, but I love to learn. So like, Really, the stuff that I teach, I haven't done since I was eight years old. Yeah. You know, so much of it, you know. So, like, our um, we just did, like, space. So, we did, like, day and night. And it's so much fun. Like, so much fun. And I haven't done it, you know, since yeah. I was that little. So, I have so much fun. And I'll be like, 
oh my god guys I didn't know that isn't that cool like wow imagine you know like and I just get really same thing you know really excited about learning it all my fiance always laughs at me he's like do you not know these things I'm like well I just don't remember them you know or well, you I haven't just, had to think about I just have yeah. literally haven't had to think about yeah. them you know in, in so long like so yeah I really I feel the same about all of that which is yeah, yeah really good and I feel like you can't do this job if you're going to be miserable. 100%. Because it's way too hard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's way too exhausting. Yeah. You know, and it's such a shame. I see some teachers that just seem like they don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's such a hard job if you're not going to love, you know, obviously you can't love every day. Yeah. And this year has been pretty damn hard <laughs> for everyone. Um, But I think, yeah, like if you're not, if you're not loving it, then yeah, maybe it's, you know, yeah, a bit too tough. So Definitely. the other thing I wanted to talk about is your little baby, not an actual baby, but your <laughs> project. <laughs> yeah. So obviously my baby at the moment is my podcast, which I'm yeah. loving, and your baby is your planners. Did you yeah. want to tell us a bit about them? Absolutely. So I meant to get it out this morning, but I forgot to. Oh, I wanted to show you the original one. Yes, well, I'll probably take started. some photos. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Where it all started. So um, without it being a too sad of a story, mm. I went through a, not a messy breakup, but a big breakup yeah. when I was in my third year of uni. Yeah. And that had been my life up until that point. So it was this big thing of I'm getting to the point in my degree where I'm growing up and yeah. things are changing. My life isn't what it was before. And right around that same time, I got the opportunity to do a rural prac, oh. which was really fun. So we were given the option, but yeah. the conditions were you had to supply your own accommodation. So it was for the five-week prac. You, yeah. could, there was, you could go anywhere in rural WA you wanted to, yeah. but you just had to provide it yourself, yeah. So which wasn't the end of the world. So I had a couple of options and I have family in Karatha. Cool. And I thought to myself, the realities are teaching is hard to get jobs and house is quite specialized. So I might have to go remote or rural. Who yeah. knows? So this is a good little tester to see how I go. How you go, yeah. So I applied for the Catholic school in Karatha and went up for my crack. Had an amazing crack. And part of preparing to go was I needed something to work on mm. in preparation that was creative related to what I was doing but was giving me a project to work on, if that yeah. makes sense. I needed to be busy. And although <laughs> teaching and uni and prac is a busy time, it was that time in between where I, I didn't really have much uni stuff, but I wasn't ready to program for prac yet. Yeah. And I started fiddling around thought, maybe I could design my own planner. And it, to start with, it was just focusing on prac, like yeah. something that will get me through prac because I'd always been complimented on my lesson plan structures because ECU would give us one and then I'd make it pretty. Yeah. <laughs> so my lecture is always like, it always comes out so nice and your programs look so nice. They're very yeah. aesthetic and very organized. I thought maybe I could use this strength in some way and also make it pretty for myself. Yeah. So I made my first one and just had it printed at Officeworks, bound at Officeworks. It costs like $5 or something yeah. to have yeah. it all bound and then the printing, that's quite expensive. But yeah. it still came to quite a cheap little product. And I didn't think much of it. I was like, this is just a little thing for me. And I was sitting in my little 10 cohort at uni one day preparing for Pratt and one of the girls just snatched it off the table and she was like, hey, what is this? Um, and I was, I had that just stab of imposter syndrome, like, it's nothing, it's nothing, like, don't worry, it's nothing. Um, and she just started flicking through it and everybody was looking at it and she goes, this is so amazing. And within like a week or so, the five, I think four or five other girls that were in my group all had one. Oh, um, so, so I nice. made them for them and to send them off onto their pracs. And it sort of, it stayed small though. I was mm. very protective. I'd walk into a lecture, a lecture and I'd put my laptop on top of it. I was so, I, it really was the imposter syndrome. Yeah. And it, I struggled so much with it. Like, who even am I? I'm just a little third year student. Like, yes, 
these girls are just supporting me, but that that's it. Yeah. And it took a real push in the butt by those girls, who yeah. I'm still so grateful for. Yeah. To really identify, you've got something wicked here. Yeah. Like, run with it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. So I still, into my first year of teaching, again, every staff meeting, I put something on top of it. I was, it's, I don't want to say I was embarrassed because that sounds stupid, but I just didn't think I had anything worth sharing it was just yeah, something that worked something for that me you wanted to do yeah. yeah so it again took a whole like year of teaching and then one of my gorgeous friends who I worked with I used to sit next to her she's moved to a different school now but still one of the most amazing friends I've made in teaching yeah. and she just kept pushing me she's like what are you doing like this is amazing come on do something about it so um I guess I bit the bullet um towards the end of last year yeah. and just thought you know what why not you spend the time creating it anyway. Why not put it out there? It could potentially inspire somebody yeah. else. So I thought, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it properly. And I found myself a supplier in China who, yeah. um, if she's listening, shout out, <laughs> because she's just amazing. And I've built a friend in her. So I just need COVID to disappear so I can go and see the main yeah, and meet yeah. her. Um, but it's just been fabulous. The people I've met on the journey and how much I've learned about if you've got something that is creative and ignites what you're good at and brings you joy you should do it yeah and I'm sure you know exactly what I'm talking about with what you're doing the fact that you've driven all this way and taken up your time on your holidays but it's that thing of if you're doing stuff with your time that really ignites who you are as a person it doesn't feel like work no it's just fun like I spent the entire day yesterday doing planner stuff and I was working my, my website this morning that's taking up a lot of my time but it doesn't feel like work no it's and it was I can't even explain the day my first sample arrived. I remember seeing all yeah. your stuff on Instagram. Oh and my like, goodness! It was so and excited. It, I was so excited. Like I'm glad I have that on camera as a yeah. memory because it was just years worth of work in something I could hold, which I think is why we call it our baby because that's literally, literally what it's like. Yeah. So I'm just I'm so excited to share this year's ones yeah. as soon as they're done. Like, I'm yeah. so so excited because it's. It took the success of the last year to realise actually maybe I've got something worth sharing. And I genuinely believe that my product is quite unique. There's a lot about my planners that are really different to other ones on the market. And I think my personality and my teaching approach like sings through my product. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I always wanted. I wanted it to be something real, not just something quite generic that anybody could have just made. It's got to have something about me in the product. Yeah. And I even sent a message to my form group yesterday, again, not expecting them to respond on Teams, but I got quite a few responses saying, you know, hey guys, if you want, I'd love you to send me any quotes that really inspire you because I want your quotes to be in the planner. So I got back some really sarcastic and funny responses, which I expected (laughs) because they're my kids. Yeah. Um, And they better be careful because they might end up in there. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I think that was the real exciting moment was when I got to show them. Yeah. Because I spend all day standing in front of teenagers, especially my girls. I'm very close with my whole form group, but my girls are like my own children. Yeah. And I have this like big sister sort of approach with them. And I spent all day talking about like, you can be whatever you want to be, literally anything. Like, one of my students is one of the most incredible soccer players. Like, they better watch out. Matilda's better watch out because <laughs> she's coming. And every single day I'm constantly at her, like, you don't give up that dream. Because yeah. she could also go off and be a doctor. She's so intelligent. It's easy to preach that, isn't it? Like, it's, it does the thing. It took you years. <laughs> yeah. It took you years yeah. for <laughs> other people to say that to you. Yeah. And it's so much easier. I'm exactly the same, you yeah. know, to say to other people, like, that's amazing. Like, I've got some of my girlfriends that do little projects and stuff. Yeah. And then, obviously, with my little project, I was like, no. Oh. 
you know yeah yeah like we're so good at dishing it out not necessarily listening to it ourselves yes but yeah so you're excited to show them all about it I cannot wait and I remember there was this turning point in I can't it was sometime late last year so I hadn't released the planners yet Mm -hmm. but I was getting ready to like it was all happening and I had this moment and it it was one of those moments where everything just like froze where a student in my class I was teaching this must have been like term three or term four last year Mm -hmm. Um, found my personal YouTube, which had like some teacher YouTube videos I'd made. I loved making them. It's yeah, just very time-consuming. It is very so time-consuming, yeah. Not something I really have time for at the moment. And anyway, I I could hear the intro to the video in my classroom, and I just felt like gutted. Like and, instantly. Like, yeah, I couldn't yeah. even explain it. And I just tried to shut it down really quickly and said, you know what meant to on your laptop? Just turn it off. And I got very defensive very quickly, and then it sort of whispers spread through the classroom, and it within like a minute it was on nearly everybody's computer and it was this horrible moment where and I know where to lie I was standing in front of my favorite class too yeah and I was just mortified and I just wanted to burst into tears because I felt so violated and it wasn't that there was anything on there that they can't see because it's on the internet yeah yeah but it was that part of me same as like my Instagram was like this part of me that was for me that had nothing to do with my kids yes I would share stuff about what I'm teaching but that was my creative expression Yes. And it was this moment where I was so disheartened and I thought, I can't do this anymore. Like, I built up my Instagram. I love sharing. I love all the connections I've made with people, yeah. but this is it. That was my instant yeah. reaction. And that afternoon, we had a soccer game at school and I was still feeling so disheartened about it. And I think the kids could tell how much it affected me. Yeah. And one of the students in my form, she was standing next to me and she goes, I, I heard what happened today. Are you okay? And I looked at her and said, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't know because yeah. I know it sounds stupid to get upset about something like this, yeah, but, but that's that's what I want to do. And I want to use this platform to promote my business and to share my ideas because I love doing that. Mm. There's nothing more rewarding, and I'm sure you would be yeah. the same, when a pre-service teacher sends you a message. Yeah. I love that more than anything because yeah. that's what I needed when I was a exactly. pre-service teacher. Yeah. So I just suddenly it felt like all of that was just gone, that it would just trickle through the school and suddenly 1,600 kids would know about it. and. It wouldn't be the it same It wouldn't anymore. be the same. Yeah, no. tarnished almost in a way. Yeah. yeah. And um, she said to me, she goes, well, why? What is even on your Instagram? And I gave her my phone. She was just looking through it all. And then she just put it down and she looked at me and goes, if this was me, what would you say? And she had this sassy look on her face <laughs> and it all just dawned on me else. And I just kind of like giggled. And she's like, exactly. Yeah. You do whatever you want to do. That's your dream. You do that. Yeah. Because if this was me, if some silly little thing like this was getting in the way of my dream, you would tell, you would me, tell to me to do it. Move on, keep going. Yeah. And I just sort of laughed to myself and I was like, a 15 year old has just put me in my place. <laughs> um, and just want to push me. You do that though. You do. Yeah. So I think although it can be very challenging and with high school, don't get me wrong, um, I guess the bonus is often kids find my personal stuff on the internet and mm-hmm. obviously that's all private. So yeah. they stop their hunt. Yeah. And to be honest, if they find it, it doesn't bother me. Like I have all my execs at work know about it and yeah. how professional it is. So, yeah. and if parents found it, I don't have an issue with that. I certainly don't promote it. No. But it was that moment. I remember that moment. I was like, oh my goodness. But it also cemented like, if you really want to do this, you need to do it properly. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. isn't it funny though? Like we feel like we can't do anything outside of teaching. There are so many people, like, I stumbled across, across something the other day and I couldn't even tell you who it was. And it was, like, someone, they were on, like, Forbes, you know, 30 under 30 list. Yeah. And they had started five businesses. And that's what they do. So yeah. no one's judging them for having this business and that business. But it just feels like, as a teacher, yeah. all you can be is a teacher. 
which can be really hard because yeah. then we don't get, you know, the other creative outlets. Like, yeah. you know, who's to say that we can't be a teacher and then run three other, you know, yeah. amazing businesses if that's what we wanted to do. But Absolutely. I think it is just, yeah, it's hard to kind of branch out a little bit. Um, I was yeah. a bit the same with my, like, teaching Instagram and stuff as yeah. well. But I've got a few other teachers at school that have them as well. And awesome. We're not crossing any lines, you know, no, we're not no, crossing any lines and there's no, you know, platform. it yeah. really is, yeah. you know, so I think it's just like, it's our mindset that, you know, we don't yeah. want to feel like we're doing the wrong thing or that we're overstepping or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, so what's the plan going forward with your planners? Plan? So, um, for 2021, yeah. um, I, without giving too much away, yeah. <laughs> um, think very classy, yeah. think Australian native, um, vibrant colours. This planner has been born out of myself and one of my best friends who's an artist, a little dream we've had for for many, many, many years. We've sat in many bars (laughs) sipping beautiful cocktails through our uni degrees, just talking about how much we'd love to bring both of our passions together in some way. She's now studying to be an art teacher, which is amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Sorry, some very lucky school out there is just going to absorb up all of her talent. She's amazing. Um, and I, I just wanted to create something like as much as I love the sunflowers and I feel like that expressed a lot of the person I was last yeah. year. Um, this to me is something that's very classy and, um, sophisticated, I guess. Yeah. Because something else I actually haven't shared. So here's a, um, Ooh. first time sharing this. <laughs> um, I just secured my first very like mini, but it is leadership position. Yay. Which is really exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh my God. So I'm head of house, awesome. so of one of our four houses at school. So yeah. I've just got this for one year while yeah. um, one of my friends is on maternity leave, but it's a great little step in the right Amazing. direction. Yeah. So for me, I've always had, like, I love stationery. Yeah. I think teachers do. <laughs> um, but I love something really classy. And yeah. I'm sure you feel this sometimes too. Being a younger teacher, when you're sitting in on a meeting with all execs and you're the youngest by far with the least experience that imposter syndrome comes through yeah if you can just have something there that it's a companion that makes you feel like you should be in that room yeah. that's the vision for this oh, wow. so think really classy and sophisticated yeah. something that could sit in the boardroom if you're sitting in there with yeah. all these much more experienced teachers because quite often that's where i find myself yeah and i sit in and think why am i even here like what have i got to share and lo and behold they're all sitting there waiting to hear what i've got to say exactly. so this these planners there's a Ooh. weekly and a daily coming yep. um in two different formats so a spiral and a bound one and they will be very classy very beautiful and sophisticated and i cannot wait to share them i'm so Yay. excited how exciting and so you've obviously got your website for those yep. um and your instagram's probably the yep. easiest way which that I will, will be where yeah, everything will be released link for that cool yep. do you have a date in mind or i'm not 100 percent sure no. yet with covid it's all a little bit difficult <laughs> so yeah hopefully by the end of the holidays awesome. fingers crossed okay, yep. but so the next um, couple we'll of weeks Next yeah, weeks I definitely need to share the cover because yes. I am just it's dying stunning. over, and I, I couldn't it. help to show you. I know it's amazing. No. I can't wait. Sorry, it's just going to be beautiful. Like I loved the sunflowers, and that yeah. just made it makes me smile every day looking yeah. at it. But this but time team, for a bit of a change and a bit of a, a yeah. step up. Yeah, Yay. and it's just I look at it, and it's this perfect combination of myself and my friend, and there'll be a whole story up on the website about where that's amazing. come from. So, and I think that's the really powerful thing, and I'm sure you feel this with the podcast, is that when you bring creative people together and you get to shine in whatever it is that you do, beautiful things happen. Yeah. And it's pretty powerful. Yeah. And I think I love that about teaching is that you get, you're able to do that. 
yeah. in so much of your day and I just love it. Yeah. It's great. I think that's my favourite thing about the podcast is just getting to chat to like like amazing teachers and, you know, even different teachers that maybe don't have like, you know, the teaching Instagram platforms already. Like I've, you know, I'm actually interviewing next week um, one of my best friend's mums who has been a teacher forever. Awesome. Bless her. And so I'm so excited to hear all about her career and, you know, like all the wisdom that she can share. So just talking to, yeah, yeah. everyone and finding all of their passions. So exciting. Thank you so much. We have literally talked non-stop for like 45 <laughs> minutes. My cheeks hurt. I know, too much smiling. I know, right? Stop smiling. Stop smiling again. But yeah, is there anything else you wanted to add before we start? Um, I guess I just want to say thank you so oh, much. Nice. And Thanks I'm just hoping that, especially as we said before about pre-service teachers, that don't let all the doom and gloom of it, you know, get in the way. There is so much amazing, amazing elements of teaching that... Yeah. We get to experience every day um, and, yeah, just keep going, especially through COVID. One of my best friends just finished her ATP in the middle of all of this. So to see teachers just, you know, pick up everything and off they went. It just goes to show how resilient we are and those little people that we teach, whether they be, you know, taller than us or smaller than us. (laughs) In my case, I'm smaller than all of them. Um, That they're, they're looking for that stable person who's there for them every day to support them through whatever they're going through. So... Yeah, it's, it's a very special career that makes us deserve our holidays. <laughs> it is. I know. We're very lucky. Yeah, we are. Awesome. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of All Things Teaching. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast so you can keep up to date with all the new episodes. Have a wonderful day.